Hey, teacher friends, this is Angie in the Rockin' This Teacher Think podcast show, the podcast for early primary teachers that rock their classrooms every day. Today is the last of a four-part series about making highly effective and engaging videos for your students. Don't make boring videos. Use these last three of 12 strategies to make amazing videos for your students. After today, you're going to be ultra-equipped to make videos for your students that they need and deserve. You're adding to a special time in their academic experience, and they will be talking about it for years to come. Truly, you are making such an impact in their lives. Let's make it as joyful, engaging, and effective as possible. You have the skills. I'm so proud of you for investing your time and your effort into yourself and to the lives of your students. Let's keep rocking. Here we go. Hey, teacher friends. Before we get started, I just want to give you some encouragement. Today, I was on Instagram and I saw a post by a teacher who was struggling with, and I put in quotes, teaching to a screen. And she commented that she gets all her energy from her students and that she feels like not making any more videos because she doesn't even know if it's doing any good and she doesn't think she's any good and is it working, is it worth the effort? And, you know, I got to thinking, how many people are feeling the same way? And let's let's see some hands. Wow. (laughs) Some hands are up, some hands are kind of up, so-so. Let me just tell you, I get it. Sometimes staring at this microphone right here in front of me is just like that. It's hard to get your energy up sometimes. And video is just the same way. We, But we need to just pivot and get over the hurdle and find a way to serve our students. And video is a great way. So here's a tip, and this is something that I heard along the way sometime doing some YouTube videos, is that you have to think of who your audience is. So you're thinking of your student. If you happen to have a picture of your students or a student, tape it up somewhere so you can see their little bright shining faces. And you're going to have to get kind of, uh, you're going to have to put your pretend on. Okay, so get that picture. um, And remember, performance, get your act on. And you're going to need to bring the energy and the joy and the entertainment. And you're just going to have to kind of imagine their reaction. You can, you, can rem- you can imagine their reaction to some of the things that you're saying. And you'll adjust accordingly. And you will make your comments accordingly. So just get that picture out and and just pretend, okay? Next, uh, just a little kick in the pants, okay? You can do this, but you can't do this well without stepping outside of your comfort zone. It's it's crazy what you have to do right now. You didn't sign up for this. You don't want to do this. Uh, it's okay to be scared and everything, but you you have to find the energy. You have to find the joy. You have to be able to get silly. It's okay to get silly. Your students need silly. Yeah, you can allow for your sadness and your fear, but not right now. Not when you're giving, not when you're making your video for your students. 
They need to see you at your best. They need to know that everything is okay and that what you're delivering them is amazing. So right now, you need to bring it. And you need to think about who you're going to be at the end of this. Are you going to be a person who made excuses? Or are you going to be a person that stretched themselves and proved their teaching every single day? And you're a person that's going to look back and say, dang, I was not perfect, but I put myself out there every day. I brought the energy. I brought the joy. I brought the learning. I brought the connection. And dang, I am proud of myself. That's what you should be saying to yourself. That's, that's the future you. No excuses. You need to do the work and you need to get it done. Okay? I know that's kind of harsh, but I want you to look back and be proud of yourself. Okay? This, this is an opportunity. This is you doing it scared. And the next time you have something scary to do in your life, because scary things are going to come around the bend every single day, I want you to look back on this time and say, dang it, I was awesome. I did it scared. I was a bad beepity beep beep. And you were, you were able to get through it and you can get through hard stuff in your future too, okay? So you do this, you do the hard stuff now. In the future, you're gonna look back and say, I can do hard stuff, I'm okay, all right? There's your little pep talk and your little kick in the pants. Sorry if it hurt a little bit too much, but you're worth it. You're worth it. Give your give yourself give yourself some time, but be able to make those mistakes. Do it afraid. Okay? I gotcha. Okay? Let's go ahead and get started with today's episode and get those final strategies for bringing energy, yes, and joy into your videos. If you haven't already, make sure you download the instructional guide that I made for you. It contains all 12 of these tips from this series. It's at makingthebasicsfun.com slash video guide. It'll get sent right to your email box. Again, that's makingthebasicsfun.com slash video guide. Okay, let's get rocking today's content. Okay, teacher friends, we've gone over nine of the 12 strategies for making amazing and not boring videos for your students. Woohoo, we are in the home stretch. These last three are good ones. Remember, when you use these tools, you can't help but make really great videos. Say goodbye to those boring videos. Say hello to something your students are going to look back fondly on it and tell stories around the dinner table when they're adults. You don't think that's going to happen? I guarantee you it's going to happen. It's, it is going to happen. Yep, your online time with them is going to be that good. Okay, here comes our last three. The first two, you're probably, you probably would have figured this out on your own, the first two. But the third one that I'm going to tell you about at the end, I've used it with some online teaching and it grabs students' attention and makes lessons really interactive and the kids just love it. So let's go over the first two first and then we'll jump into that last third one. The first one is the use of a whiteboard. We use it in our regular classroom. We use it um, on our in our online classroom as well. Some tips though, make sure that you use markers that are easy, that contrast. 
So if you have a white board, use a black marker. Make sure it's good and thick so your students can see it. Don't use light markers, all right? They just can't see it. Also, remember that it's easier to show something up at a camera. Make sure your camera's up so you're showing the whiteboard you're holding it. So you need two whiteboards, okay? I'm sorry to say, if you can at all do it. You need a small whiteboard that you can um, hold in front of you, like on small group time, and you need a large whiteboard that you can have behind you or to the side of you. That's really optimal. The, the small one, you can write something and hide it from them and then show it. Another good thing to do with whiteboards is to use those magnetic um, uh, letters and numbers, especially when you're doing like a phonics lesson, those you can put at on there and then switch out the letters really easy without getting a smeary mess of marker going. Speaking of smeary mess, the the thing that students hate the most is glare and smeariness. So try and avoid that. Again, this is a visual thing, so you want to make it as visually pleasing as possible. If you're using a whiteboard behind you, remember, your audio is the most important. So don't talk to your whiteboard. Talk to your microphone. So if you're going to have your back to the, the video for a long time, get a lapel mic or something like that because you don't your voice is the most important. What you're saying is the most important. So if you need to write something, write it and then face the camera again and explain it. Make sure you're heard. All right. Next one is costume. This is where it gets really fun too. Costumes can be super simple. It can be just um, a piece of fabric around your head. You're an old lady. You're an old man. A crazy hat, a stocking cap, um, something that isn't a, uh, something you wear on your head, something that shouldn't be worn on your head, for instance, like uh, balance a roll of toilet paper. One thing that I found is you can put a hat on and um, you go off camera for a second, then you come back on camera with some sort of costume on and you have just transformed into a guest teacher. Put on some crazy accent or something like that um, and teach your students, they will die. They will think it's funny. And then bring yourself off camera again and and kind of look off into the distance. Goodbye, Mr. Farkle Warkle. I'll see you later when we're wanting to learn more about addition. Because <laughs> Mr. Farkle Warkle is the guy that um, teaches math class or something like that. So a costume is great for if you want a guest teacher to come by. Kids will love it and you can get super silly with it and do all sorts of things that you wouldn't as a regular teacher do. Um, blow some bubbles. That's kind of in the prop category, but they love bubbles. Um, so try that out. One thing that doesn't work very good is like a mask that they can't see your head or your face. If you do use one of those, one time I used those, you know, they have like those huge panda um, things you put over your head or I have a dinosaur one. My students did not like that because they're like, I can't, I, it, it was fun for like 10 seconds. <laughs> and then I couldn't really teach from there. So you want to make sure it's something that you can wear 
and teach with as well. All right. Finally, the third one. Here's it's the black horse. Who knew? We love them in the regular classroom. We adore them on our online classroom. It's the use of dice and spinners. The crazy thing about dice and spinners is that when we use them, especially use the big dice. If you have those big foamy dice, that's that's even better. If you don't, that's okay because you can get it up real close to the camera. But the big dice are really fun and spinners. Dice and spinners build suspense and anticipation into your lesson like no one's seen before. You, you're like, come on, three, and you can shake those dice or come on, red on a spinner. And the, your students are just going to be like cheering, yeah, red, red, red. Um, so it adds a game element to your lesson. And a lot of times I would use the Dyson spinners as rewards. So like I might use soundboard app and I would say if it's um, if it lands, if it's an even number, if we roll an even number, I get to decide which soundboard button we choose. And if it's an odd number, then you get to decide which soundboard button we choose as a reward. And so they're like, come on, one, come on, three, because of course, they want the fart sounds. And I, I, if I get it, I'm always like, hmm, fart or crickets? Hmm, I don't know. And they're like, fart. I'm sure they are. If it's live video, they're screaming fart. And if it's recorded video, you just have to, again, you're pretending. You're like, what? I can't hear you. Which one should I do? <laughs> and of course, you'll always have some little sweetie that's like, no, just let the teacher do what she wants. And the other ones that are screaming, fart. So make it fun. Okay. Another thing to use your dice is like, how many math problems will we do together? Um, let's see. Let's roll and see how many push-ups your teacher has to do. You Let's do them together. Um, with a spinner, you know, just same thing. Um, use it as a reward. If we get a blue or a red, we get a dance party. If we get a purple or a green, we'll have a staring contest, something like that. Okay, teacher friends, you just got through three of today's strategies. Good for you. You should be pro so proud of yourself. You now have 12 strategies tools in your toolbox of making awesome videos for your students. Remember, if you need all 12, get them, get your beginner's guide to instructional videos at makingthebasicsfun.com slash video guide. And you can go back and refer to those anytime, stick them up on your wall. It's a one page of that video. Uh, there's 20 pages in the video guide, but that's just one page. And so just rip it out of the video guide, stick it up on your wall. And when you're kind of at a loss, you'll be like, oh, yeah, I can do that. I'm going to do this. Okay, until next time, keep rocking this teacher thing. Goodbye and God bless. Hey, teacher friends, would you please do me a favor and leave a review on today's episode? The popularity of this podcast is growing every day. And I want to make sure that the hundreds that are listening turn into thousands. And with your extra effort, you can help me make that become a reality. Also, if you know a teacher friend that could use this information, please share it with them. I'd really appreciate it. And so would they. Better days are ahead. 
and we are here to greet them with open arms. Okay, I'll see you again next time, and keep rocking this teacher thing. Bye-bye.